Hey there, this is Wamimo Elizabeth Onikon, host of my Lighthouse podcast. This podcast is for you if you have a heart for God and you seek a balanced life as a Christian. Not just doing great in church and struggling in other areas, or doing great in other areas and struggling in your walk with God. Each week, we'll be sharing insights and personal stories on diverse topics helping you feel empowered on your own journey and making the right choices, the kind that pleases God. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of My Lighthouse. My name is Mimo Elizabeth and we've been having these nice conversations around balancing your career and your marriage and you know it's been interesting. We start to think, is it really possible to balance your career and your marriage? Well it is, it is. And on the episode, just like last week, when we started discussing this topic, we're going to be continuing on that conversation and taking it a bit further on how exactly we're able to do that. Some of the challenges that we may encounter as we try to balance marriage and career, and what exactly we should do, what does God expect of us to do as Christians. On this episode, I'll be having my husband. Welcome back to the episode, it's always great to have you just come and share. Yeah, <laughs> nice to be on the show again. Okay, yeah. you know, just this whole conversation around our career and marriage, and sometimes we encounter challenges along the way, right? It then becomes such a big issue, like, I'm not even sure that I can balance it. Maybe I should just resign from my job or stay with the children. Maybe, you know, start to think of ways to, to work around it sometimes we drop one we're looking for which one to drop or how how do we get to juggle all of those things but do we have cases where your marriage can actually boost your career yeah absolutely a scripture comes to mind in ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9 um, the bible says that two are better than one for they will have a good return for their labor mm-hmm. from that scripture we see that for every labor, a couple can have a good return. You know, it's, in fact, if you go for that, it says if one falls, the other will yeah, help, him, help him You understand? So from that premise, I, I would say that, yes, our marriage can be an advantage to our career. There are things that you find in the marriage that can help both partners mm. move forward in their career rather than being a barrier. Many times people look at, commonly people look at marriage as a limiting factor. So you see um, one person trying to take a decision that maybe when my family is not available, I can concentrate more on my work. I can, you know, say, you guys move away. Let me get that transfer. Let me go and drop in one one other state or one country and work. And yeah, people do that, but it doesn't really have to be that way. There are ways we can walk around it. And I, I think is first accepting that from that premise that two are better than one, they can obtain a reward return for their labor. Now, practically, we now look at how can we, you know, have this, implement this in our marriage. The work environment consists of different kinds of things. People have different kinds of experiences Mm -hmm. at work. And the marriage is, is always there work changes, work colleague changes, different organizations can change, but you know, you always have your spouse, your marriage, your family. 
And so you could, for instance, find yourself in a toxic work environment. I've had that, I've had that experience. I know you've also had that experience. And, you know, you can imagine spending most of your time amongst difficult colleagues or a difficult boss. And unfortunately for many people, they transfer this toxicity into their marriage. Mm. And so rather than the marriage helping, it's that toxic environment at work begins to extend into the marriage. Now, rather, so rather than talking about, about the situation in the office, the challenges, and looking at how to walk around it. And walking around it could include praying about it, mm -hmm. could include, you know, getting the opinion of your spouse. Sometimes we, we underestimate, you know, that power, that, that opinion our spouse will give to us, even around our professional work. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes some couples will look at, oh, my wife is not technical person. She's, she may not have... But you can bring down that information in a way that she would understand so that she'll be able to advise you, you know, in a good way. So, you know, the marriage itself, the, the fact that you're married should be an advantage mm. rather than a disadvantage to your to your work environment. You said something now that yeah. so I'll ask you. So yeah. why is it that sometimes I mean it goes both ways, but sometimes men don't listen to their ways. Don't listen until something happens and I say, hey, I told you. <laughs> but, well, I mean, like we we are together to make it work, right? Yeah. And oftentimes a woman is able to sense things that a man may not sense. A man might feel like, oh, because like especially in a case where the person is probably more educated or you know, has mm -hmm. has a university degree the woman doesn't have, or maybe she just had high school, or maybe just yeah. had first degree, and the man feels like I've achieved. A lot more and you know she's talking to you you feel like this woman what do you know you really don't know much mm. a man you know you have cases where men would rather listen to colleagues at work yeah or listen to other women that they think have, you know they are like the professional they are yeah. the ones that have they are the ones who are at my level they're able mm. to think at the same level that i'm thinking at and then their spouses they're like you what do you just stay at the moment they can get the children mm. why do you have cases like that really well i think call to that is ego when it, and it can happen both ways it's just sometimes the expression of the ego is different from the man it looks you know, intimidating, I, I don't want, but for the woman, it can be a passive ego where right. she just, you know, I don't think my husband will understand this. Let me um, talk to my female friends. Like, you understand, does you understand what I'm yeah. going So I, I, I think it's coming to realize that you have a partner that God has given you so that is for your advantage. All right. Now, I agree that, so for instance, if I want to explain some medical terms, you probably would not understand them. However, if I want to get advice from you, I should not use medical jargons. I should be able to talk in a way that you would understand. understand right? Yes, and that's communication. So, sorry, wait, first. Why, yeah. why do you think that if you tell me medical things, I will not understand? Okay, do you? <laughs> I can Google it. Uh, so, okay. So what I mean is, uh, I'm even talking about, in fact, the issues we're talking about, sometimes there are interpersonal issues that happen in our offices, mm. there are things that, you know, work pressure and all right. the rest. And so, but, but I think that is coming to explain 
and communicate to the other person mm -hmm. so that the person understands um, where you're coming from so that and sometimes you know when we say talking to your partner it's not even just about getting an advice sometimes it's just it's even therapeutic to have somebody listening to you and i think that's important that ability to talk to somebody and sometimes again it could just be the fact that both of you can pray over that situation and you know bible says if two of you shall agree concerning matter under heaven mm -hmm. you know so that agreement does a lot to your mind it, it helps lift up that body and so rather than taking that body and stress and you just dump it again to them at home and you cause a lot of friction in the family whereas at, in the office you you try to behave as if everything is okay but you you imbibe the tox toxins mm -hmm. and pour it on your spouse, in, on your spouse. You know, rather than do that is also, you know, that communication, letting them understand what you're going through and so that they can be of help. Yeah, I think it's, you've made very valid points. You know, don't put in all of that pressure. Don't just soak it all in and then think that I can deal with it myself mm. or, oh, you won't understand. Just like you said, sometimes it could be the man, it could be the woman, mm. that level of ego where you mm. feel that the things I'm going through, the other person does not understand it. And then somehow we take all of the stress from work we kind of soak it in or look yeah. for somebody else out there to talk to. Yeah. And that's not God's design. God's yeah. design is that he's created a woman as a help to the man. Yeah. Um, and the honest truth is I like to flip people. Like marriage is about two people who are, who are working together. Yeah. God has made the woman right beside the man to support. And in the same way, a man should, should love his wife and support her. And that mutual love and respect should be there yeah. in, in marriage. So it's important that they're able to support each other through the things that they're going through and not feel like, oh, it's only one person. Who and and maybe I should just shake some tables here because sometimes pressure at work, sometimes mental pressures, which be as a result of harassment mm. including sexual harassment right and people get secretive about that even to their spouse mm. and that would not help the situation and sometimes people get into more trouble by not sharing right. you know with their partner the kind of um, pressure they're going through at work until you know something untowards happen and mm -hmm it becomes, you know, embarrassing or scandalous for, for both parties. Yeah, it's funny, as you were talking, those are some of the thoughts in my mind about how in marriage people just have all of that, that sexual pressures there, all of these pressures. But, you know, the crust of this conversation really is that at the end of the day, mm. God has made a man and a woman and put them together for a reason. And there's, there's help that comes Absolutely. from the other party. And if you don't maximally utilize that help, you just find yourself going through burdens and stress. Mm. And it's important as, as a couple that you recognize that work can be a stressor and be willing and ready to help. Yeah. Right. So what comes to mind right now is like husband and wife, you've both gone out in the morning mm. and you've all been both been stressed and you had a hectic day and you get back. You could, I, I always emphasize the place of helping each other. Like mm. just, you know, rather than just feel like, oh, me, I'll just sit down, not doing it. Like, can we support each other? Can we help each other yeah. to just pull through the day rather than, for instance, one person just sit down and say, Where's my food? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Where's the good happening? I'm like, Where's my food? But we both went out and we're both tired. Can we kind of just get up and get stuff done so, together? On, on, on that, <laughs> or, I also. Or can we buy lunch or buy dinner? I also think that 
maybe a, an area we could be missing it is now society you know they are socially or gender defined roles Rose. mm. and whether you acknowledge it or not people come with that you know understanding from their history from, from their home mm. and they come into marriage you know with that and if couples don't communicate mm. so you have a situation where the wife says i've been stressed my boss has stressed me my colleagues have stressed me there's been traffic and all that and this man he's just sitting down he's just and he's just de making demands mm. you know she's paying all those things in her mind then this man comes and like i've been stressed i'm tired i didn't even eat out because food should be ready at home. Now, they, they are coming with some preconceived ideas of what the role should be. Marriage, this is also part of things that can be discussed. You know, how can we help each other because we are both stressed? Mm -hmm. If you don't eat my meal, does it reduce your nutrient levels stop growing <laughs> you understand can we make alternatives mm -hmm. that is affordable for everyone mm -hmm. and at the same time helps to reduce our stress so those are just practical ways but it has to i think the emphasis is the conversation the communication between both parties to realize that the enemy is actually not us mm -hmm. we're dealing with a stressor that is external so we have to solve that problem rather than attacking each other. It's interesting how food can just, um, <laughs> food is just one topic that, you know, but, but maybe just to throw this out there for, for women, even though we know that we're not necessarily following all of the societally defined roles and all that, but somehow as a woman gets to concerned about your family, you want to ensure that your family eats well and things like that. And maybe I should say that I entered the kitchen too once in a while. Uh, yes, so yes, 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 yes. It's not out of, it's not a taboo for men to cook. So, yeah. So as Christians, what are some of the practical ways that we can, I know we've mentioned a few, but practical ways that we can fully maximize the marriage to boost our careers and, and help our career growth? Yeah, I know the situations of people can be different in terms of career pathways. So you have situations where a couple can have a common career pathway, maybe the they have similar areas of study or working in similar industry. Mm -hmm. That one is straightforward. You can easily bounce ideas on each other and you know you can use that way to boost your your career. Mm -hmm. However, some couples are in situations where they are in opposite, more or less opposite career pathways. Mm -hmm. I, I think the key thing is to get interested in what your spouse is doing and we can always find common trends so for instance uh, into public health you know programming and you're in communications and one common trend basically is when i'm developing documents and i need you to help me edit or review you understand and sometimes there are parts of your job that require some you know second eye to look through so is to look at those common trends that that's one way that brings like a bridge between the two careers another thing 
couples, I think we should look out for the progress of one another. So in addition to taking interest in what they do, also look out for opportunities. What, what can my spouse do? What course can she do? What association can she join to, to make her improve in whatever they're doing, you know? And as that person is doing, you're making that person happy. And, and once they're happy, your marriage too will be happy because they are progressing and the person is seeing that you are out for their progress. Mm-hmm. So I, I think practically looking out for that person, you know, you can search out for opportunities, you know, and and share with that person. I, I think those are some a few practical ways we can boost each other. Yes, yes. As we wrap up, as we wrap up this episode today, just emphasizing the place of relying on each other and God has made us to do so. That's the way God has wired us. The Bible says um, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either one falls, the other is able to help so, him or her up, you know. But but when one person falls and there's nobody else to help, mm-hmm. or the second person who is supposed to help is right there and is not helping, mm-hmm. how, how terrible that would be. So in our marriages, we should rely on each other, support each other, not pick holes or pick faults, identifying our strengths and weaknesses and just being there to support each other through the entire process and understand the fact that as, as career people, our jobs can be a big point of stress. And, and it's important that every time you're done at work, as much as possible, if possible, drop it, not even like as much as possible, drop the work. Like once you leave work, drop it, because then you can take that stress and then bring it back home again. And rather than spend quality time with your family, with your children, with your spouse, you end up continuing to do work that that you should have dropped off. So, so as much as possible, we want to ensure that everything that can possibly be a stressor, the job itself is a lot. So having to now go beyond your eight hours a day and taking that work, bringing it home, continuing, and then not having time for family can be very detrimental. And I do hope that we've been blessed. I I hope that we've learned a couple of things from this episode. Let's continue this conversation on social media. Just follow us um, at My Lighthouse on Instagram, on Facebook. You can also find us on YouTube as well, where we just, if you have questions or if anything that we said struck you, please, by all means, drop your comments. You can send us a direct message on any of the things that we've shared, anything that struck you in particular or that you would just like to, to continue speaking about. So really lovely to hear from you. Until the next episode, please stay in God. Keep growing and keep pushing yourself to be a better version of you. God bless you.